welcome to a brand new episode of Hooks, Lines, and Hip Hop. I'm Hakeem. Jacob. Thank you guys so much for joining us today. Jake, what are we talking about? Uh, we're going to talk about Trippy Red's new album, Exclamation Mark, Exclamation Mark, Exclamation Mark, Exclamation Mark. Thank you. We will also be talking about Ugly Gods, Bumps and Bruises. And um, guys, for those of you who don't know, Ugly God has been kind of MIA the last yeah. year or two, two years almost. Because, well, 2017 was when he was on the XXL list. Well, he can't, kind of came out of nowhere, too. So <clears throat> Yeah, with Water, Viral Hit. And then Vlad TV interviews kind of blew him up. Yeah. But anyways, he's been talking about this album since 2017, and it's finally coming out now. And uh, we got Trippy Red's exclamation mark. Yep. So before we get into that, though, we have a little bit of news. Uh, Melly announces a new album while in prison. Whoever's running his Twitter account tweeted a tweet. Um, said album on the way, y'all ready? And then hashtag Melly versus Melvin. So... I guess that's the name of the album. This whole... I think that's kind of played out now, though, isn't it? <clears throat> Within hip-hop. The whole Me vs. Myself yeah. album cover. I don't know. I talked... We talked before. I, I kind of... I feel weird about his situation. Because he's, he's so young. Yeah, I mean... No, I'm not saying that if what he is accused of doing is okay. It's just... It's, it's crazy that somebody that talented is going to be snuffed out because you've made a bad decision. Well, you know, we, we don't want to, like... We don't want to make excuses for somebody just because they're talented. You no. Know? That was the thing. I kind of realized... I don't want to harp... I don't want to go too deep on this, but... I realized after looking at X's situation that... What he... What he did in his personal life did eventually kind of affect how I listened to the music. Yeah. The more details came out. And uh, it made it a little harder... To support X, I still love the projects, and I'm he did not deserve to die. That's not what I'm saying, but uh, it does make it difficult to be a fan of him sometimes. Yeah, Melly's kind of in that same boat where <clears throat> he's very talented and uh, he has a lot of fans, but the the fact that you killed somebody, yeah, and then you made a very successful song off of that premise, kind of shows this. This side of a person that we may see that they're kind of willing to do whatever it takes to get fame. Yeah. And um, it's insensitive, I think, to make a hit song based off of an actual murder. Right. I mean, bands have done it, but more like a historical or like bringing awareness to not like they killed the person. Yeah. No, I just said it, it's crazy that somebody that talented is... <clears throat> we're, we're not going to be able to experience that because of a bad decision. Yeah, yeah. And that's how, and that that's how crazy like your life can change. By taking one action, it's just life short. Definitely. And we could also argue that what you do when you're young shouldn't define you. Uh, but, you know, murder, I guess, is a little bit different. Yeah. It is a little bit different. It's a lot different. It's a lot different. So, very tough. Very tough. Yeah. Young Thug to release album, So Much Fun, on his birthday next week. So what was the original the original album that we gold. were hyped for was not not gold whatever the one even before that there was one that was supposed to come out a long time ago I can't remember it's gonna be the debut album I don't know I don't remember either this album cover is crazy though yeah is it a bunch of people yeah it's a bunch of people <laughs> That's the it's, most... it's a bunch of young thugs it's not a bunch <laughs> of people it's a bunch of it's they're all young thug 
Yeah, that seems about right for Thug. Well, I mean, this is the same man who was giving himself a blowjob in a music video, yeah. so... And then it, like, changes to a woman last second. Yeah. Shout out to a best friend. Yeah, and apparently he put up something on his Instagram or Snapchat the other day with blonde hair. And they said, oh, this <coughs> album's gonna be ridiculous because blonde hair Thug is back. Which, that that was the slime... Uh, that was all the slime tapes. Slime season. Slime language. Yeah. The fuck? Why am I losing all my young thug facts, dude? It's either gonna be really good or really bad. <laughs> that's how. Wow, that's dude, how they. What go. an in. What an in. Well, that was an in-depth analysis. It's gonna be either really good or really bad. <laughs> I think that's how most young thug projects. No, go. no. There's uh-huh. there. No, I would say young thug is is a. It's they're more Each hit project and miss. has hits, but they're hit and miss. Let's be honest. Yeah. Let's be honest. A lot of Young Thug's albums are hit and miss. His best album by far is Jeffrey, I would say. That's the most concise most, project. Yeah, that was the most commercially successful. Barter 6 is still my favorite. <clears throat> I, Barter 6 still has a couple of skips, even though I love that project. No, that's a... There's a, there's a few skips in there for me. There's too, too many Birdman songs in there, though. <laughs> yeah. Too, too many Birdman features. Yeah, and it, it was the Slime Season tapes. One and two... And then, you know, 3 was more of an official release. But Slime Season 1, we need to go back into that. Because this, this is the blonde hair yeah. era thug. Quarterback with Quavo is a really good song. Uh, Take Care with Lil Wayne's on there. That's a Guess Who track, too. They both are so <laughs> yeah, You really can't tell. Best Friends on there. Power. Yeah. Power is one of my favorite Young Thug songs to date. So I'm, I'm very excited for this. I don't want to be cynical. I have high hopes for it. For sure. So Floyd and 50 back at it. Yeah. <laughs> I was telling Jake about this. They Floyd went at 50. He pretty much broke down his career. He he did fail to mention the vitamin water yeah. deal, which is which is one of 50's biggest W's. Yeah, 100 maybe, million. Maybe Floyd's just holding that punch back. He knows that may be like the knockout. Yeah. Yeah. Fair okay, see that. Fair see how I tied that to boxing. That was good, dude. Yeah. <laughs> The, yeah, so he calls him out on the his his I guess champagne line. It's not as good as Jay Z's. His headphones. I didn't even know that Fifty Cent made headphones. So that's an instant. I think it was the same company that Nick Cannon did his with. But no, Nick Cannon's were okay. Yeah, he got him for the effing vodka versus Diddy's Ciroc. <laughs> Yo, pretty much just said that he's losing in all facets of life. We need to go back to the headphone conversation for a second. I think an interesting podcast episode. Hear me out here. Would be us getting Ludacris's headphones, Nick Cannon's headphones, fifties, uh, and I got some, and we both had Beats by Dre, and just kind of compare them. That's way too much fucking money for. Some, nah, some you could probably find things. them now. They're discontinued. That to where they're that cheaper. Is it. I, I can tell you that's a waste. We'll go on the Facebook market. I'll get all four for twenty bucks from a guy who didn't take them from the back of a truck. You don't need to worry about that. And then, and then we'll we'll review. You remember Ludacris's line of headphones? Nope. I mean, I remember they were semi high end too. Like he was like, like he was trying to like go toe to toe with Skull Candy at the time. Remember Skull Candy too? Skull Candy's kind of coming back. No, I have not listened to. I think I'm music. more of an audiophile than I thought I was. I, I have not listened to music through like non Apple headphones, and I can't remember how long. You're really that Apple life now, huh? I just, that's all that I really have. And those, I have a pair of, like, Turtle Beach gaming headphones. I'm going to an Apple 
meeting pretty much in app it's it's like programmers that are like apple super fans i'm yeah. going next week so i need to really step my game up i think i need a couple more apple products like yeah, I, you definitely have me beat i don't i don't want to buy anything nick cannon headphone related i'm gonna get you some okay <laughs> and then you got to tell me how they're good. How, we just, how about let's get some Ciroc and Effin, and we'll tell you who's the Ciroc is Ciroc's the, the shit, w. dude. Yeah. Have well, you had fake. it? It's not real. You've product. had it. It's made from grapes. Yeah. So they they, they kind of cheated, but but it's really fucking. It good. is really good. And that's some stuff. You, you know what though? You know what I have everybody in common who's tried Ciroc? They all drink it straight out the bottle. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's good. You definitely did. Yes. When I was when I had it, I drank it straight out the bottle. That's the only vodka I can drink like to date. I can't. I like Tito's though. Tito's is smooth. Everybody who's over twenty one or twenty one and over, listen to this part. Everybody else skip. Yeah. Um, so yeah, they're they're back at it again. Floyd and Fifty. That'll never end. I saw Fifty's tweet. He said something like, "Somebody read this tweet to Floyd so he can have me hand him the L." Yeah, dude. He probably learned how to read by now, huh? Yeah. I think I think Floyd's been made fun of enough about it that he tried to learn how to read. Yeah, I don't think that he really couldn't read. I think he's just not really a proficient reader, and he just got caught yeah. in a bad spot being in the Breakfast Club. He hasn't had to open a book in how long? I he's not reading for book. Floyd. Does not look like the guy's reading for fun. When we have that much money, reading may seem beneath you. <laughs> yeah. There's a lot you can do. <laughs> You're like I could pay somebody to read for yeah. him. Uh, last bit of news, Mike Posner. We've talked about it already. I don't know if we've talked about it on the podcast, but he's been walking across uh, America, if you didn't know. And he apparently got bit by a rattlesnake and had to get airlifted to the hospital. I follow him on Twitter, so I've been seeing like everything that he's been doing. He's had fans come out and run with him like when they're, he's getting close to their area. They were in the music video with him, too. Yeah. So he's, it's, uh, it's pretty cool. Yeah, the music video for Look What I've Become, he's he's uh, you know running with some fans. I think he was in Ohio. Because that was the line in the song, too. Well, he's doing this um, in memory of his late dad and Avisi, the, the wasn't he, is it Swedish? Avicii. Yeah, yeah. The, the DJ. Um, and he did pretty have a, have a pretty serious life change in 180 as far as what he was wanting to do and how he was portraying his life. So hats off to Mike Posner. Definitely. It seems like, it, I think some people definitely get this kick in the butt sometimes with very dramatic moments in life. Yeah. Be it death, be it career change, anything. And uh, it makes you want to try something that you don't, you know, Yeah. that's memorable. And I guess walking across the United States was that for him. Yeah, I mean... And also really cleansing, too, probably. You can do that when you're rich. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I mean, I'm sure he's not. He didn't, like, get everything hurting. up. No, well, he said he sold off, like, his home, though, and stuff like that. Yeah. He just want to get out of Hollywood, pretty much. Yeah, but that Wells Fargo app's sitting pretty. <laughs> he's just like, oh man, this is really tough, and he's just scaling ah, that Apple Card everywhere. Yeah. Does. Um, what you know this week? So King Henry the Eighth apparently slept with an axe next to his bed, so he kept that strap on him. Okay. Can you imagine how much of a savage you have to be to I got my axe next to yeah. me just in case and at the time that was like the, that was like the apex weapon yeah. was the axe yeah yeah this is a king we're talking about yeah. so it was probably gold too now we have drones <laughs> Trump's like Trump's got like a little remote next to his bed in case anyone tries me this is the this is the button to set off the nukes and then he's just like Pew. Hmm. 
In ancient Egypt, when a beautiful woman died, they would let her corpse rot for three days in the sun before sending the body to the embalmer. This was to discourage, <laughs> discourage necrophilia. Wow. The Egyptians were freaky, bro. You know what, though? That's probably not a bad idea for even now. Because I think those morticians are just creepy in general. Yeah. Like, tell me. I don't know, man. I think a lot of them are You gotta so... be different to like that job. Yeah. Yeah. My mom told me she met a guy who was a mortician. This was at the country club. And she said it was the creepiest conversation she ever had in her life. He just like comes up to her. He goes, he goes, if you ever need me, just give me a call. And he was super I'm... giggly and unsettling for sure. Yeah. I feel like you kind of have to be dead inside to be a mortician. You have to be able to look at dead bodies day in, day out, and just not give a fuck. Yeah. Very hard job. Most definitely. So let's talk <laughs> about exclamation mark. Yeah. Red. Let's do it. So oh, hold on. What's what's number nine in Arabic? Oh, man. Nine, okay. Are we on nine or ten? Tisa. Yep. Tisa. Nine. That's, t- not, that's nine? Yeah. Tisa. Okay. I'll tell you guys ten later. Wow. Next episode. Yeah. Why? How many do you know? No, go ahead. I don't know. I don't know what the, I just remember the words. I don't know where they <laughs> yeah, associate yeah. with in English. There's wahad, um, the one that's like siete, siete. Yep. Uh, that's it. I think I said that was seven. That's actually six. Oh. Seven is sabah. In okay. case I fucked that up. So. So I remember two. Yep. Not bad. Not bad. Right, two out of eight. Yeah. Let's talk about trippy red. Let's do it. What was your first? What was your first impression off just the first song? So the first song, I was kind of encouraged. It got a seven, so that's not a t- that's not a bad rating. That's about, I mean, really kind of average, general, generic to me. So right. you, that's not a super bad score. It's not a super good score. Um, it was kind of reminiscent of what X did with with Skins. That's immediately what I thought because let's do you have it pulled up with play Skins? The, yeah, well, no, play. Okay, I got it. Exclamation mark! Exclamation mark! Like exclamation mark! Right. And that's the same thing that X did at the beginning of Skins, right? Or his estate did with the beginning of Skins. So I don't know if that was intentional, like either paying homage to him, but that's immediately what I thought. Uh, but the the first half of the album wasn't bad to me. Like the first three songs, I was like, okay, this is gonna be because we, we talked about it. We said it was gonna be a little more pop, a little more laid back than what we've previously heard from Trippy. Right. Um, it definitely wasn't as, I don't, I don't want to say aggressive, because I don't mean that in a bad way, but it was definitely not as aggressive as previous projects. Trippy normally takes a lot of, I think when you're saying aggressive, it's, he takes a lot of risks with his, uh, his sound. His vocals, he strains his voice to like, borderline cartoony yeah. levels. Yeah, it's kind of blown out too. Yeah, it's really blown out, it's abrasive, but it's like, it's got this, it's got this uh, character about it that makes you really enjoy Trippy as an artist. For me, that's what att- attracted me to him was the really abrasive singing, the crazy notes. But on this project, all of that has been turned down. I would say the craziest song on here is probably Riot. And even that, there's not really any crazy risks that he's taking with yeah, the vocals. Yeah, it was still toned down. Right. Then you look at a song like on his past projects like Hellboy. Mm-hmm. Hellboy was something where he's singing about very, very personal about where he's from, about you know his come up and things like that, which we've heard other artists speak about. To where that might not seem personal to you guys, but it still is. Uh, on that song, the the hook that 
I'm Hellboy, I live in hell. Like, he's doing crazy stuff with his voice that I felt like was interesting. Riot is probably comparable, but even then, it's still not... It's not yeah. kind of fun, and even actually after a while, that riot, yeah, he, riot he did it just gets flat. Long. It gets flat, yeah, because it goes on for too long, which is a common problem with these these songs, which you think for a 38-minute project, songs being too long shouldn't be an issue, but it really is. Yeah, uh, and when I saw the EP, I was like, okay, cool, that's not, or it's, it's an album, really, but I was like, damn, that's short as far as runtime. Right. But like you said, the tracks just feel to run on and on because... It, it wouldn't be so bad if the vocal because the vocals being smooth is really not the bad thing. They're just so smooth and so, like you said, the lyrics were kind of like lackluster. They just was they were not very full. A lot, not of, saying a lot, lot of lyrics didn't go anywhere. Did you notice that too? Yeah. Like the punchline, there's no there's no even like punchline to to cling on to. The only the only punchline that I had in here was you feeling froggy then leap right. dead frog. Yeah, that was the only one. Say that again. Say that again. He said you feeling froggy. Then leap, hop, dead frog. Right, which is good. It's the way he said it too. Yeah. That that made it good. But and it it was a good it was a good line though. But yeah, there was nothing like that stuck out. Like there was not really a single song to me that I felt was like notable. Or what was your I, highest rated track on here? Um, under enemy arms, probably. Okay, and it got it got an eight. Be yourself got an eight. Okay, so you like Be Yourself. Yeah, I like so that a lot. That one is important, too, because that's another more personal song from Trippy. The The toned-down vocals actually match the goal of that song. The, I, I noted that this would have been a good like track when he did the live performances. He mm-hmm. could have done this one really well right, right. With, the, with the orchestra. Yeah, Audio City, he yeah. put out a, a few promotional kind of music videos, I guess. More just live performances, like yeah, Tiny with, Desk. Yeah, with strings. Yeah. Dude, shout out to Tiny Desk. They did one with Ty Dolla Sign. Yeah, that was good. Did, did you, you listen the, to it? The one he did for Mac Miller, Cinderella. Oh, yeah? Yeah. He, I didn't did click on it, but I was going to send it to you. But I thought like, yeah. you'd probably have listened to it. Yeah, I did. Nice. So it was good, though? Mm-hmm. Was it better than T-Pain's? Nah, no. No? Okay. No. T-Pain has a better voice. Oh, really? Yeah, I mean, Ty Dolla Sign has a very good voice. Like, I, I don't know. He, w- he would be a very good, like, soul singer, acoustic. But, like, his music... Acoustic, he, he definitely needs the auto tune a little bit. Oh, he does. Yeah. Okay, but I still liked him a lot. Right. Um, and be yourself. Back to be back to the album. But be yourself was an example of that personal trippy. It wasn't monotonous. The song was telling a story throughout. Like I said, a lot of a lot of the the lyrics on here they just don't do anything for me. Yeah. And then and on top of that, we putting two putting two albums out last year that he did. Life, life's a trip three, a love letter to you three, and life's a trip. Um, that's a lot of content, and it was all good. Yeah, it was. Both those albums are still very good. I still listen to both of them, so I think maybe he needed more time. Yeah, that or I think, like you said, we we knew he was going to try to go more pop appeal with this, but I think he may have done it a little too much. Okay. So it was just, it was too pop too much. Yeah. Too I mean, you, I think some of these songs could be littered on other albums and you wouldn't, you wouldn't, I don't think we'd be talking like this theme where it was boring. Right. Like you'd just been like, oh, that song was just kind of, eh, didn't do much for me for the project. I think these songs could have been littered, like none of these really stand out. You know, like, damn, that's a, like, I won't really go back to any of these tracks like I will on uh, Life's a Trip. 
Right. Love Letter to You 3 didn't hit for me like it did for you. But I did like Life's a Trip. And I'll go back to those songs. Uh, Missing My Idols, Forever Ever with Young Thug, Dark Knight, Dumbo's on there. But Which, there's not one on here where I'm like, damn. Like when this comes out, I'm not going to be like, damn, I really fucked with this song when it was out. I really, the the song for me that would get close to that is Be Yourself and... Um, Under Enemy Arms. Put, I forgot that he right. threw that on here. Yeah, but I, I would just go back to the single. I would, <laughs> yeah, because you know, the single's in my heavy rotation already, right. so it's not dropping out. Yeah. But that helps with the with the boost for the album too, I'm sure, which we've yeah, talked about. That's nice. a common tactic that artists use where yeah. they throw on a big single onto a upcoming project so it's already sold like yeah, 50, middle child. J. J. Cole did it with Middle Child on Revenge of the Dreamers. Right. The They Afraid of You with Playboy Cardi. I actually really enjoyed that one. Playboy Cardi Playboy Cardi has evolved. He is in a new trap form. This this type of sound is not going to be coming out for another thirty years, but Playboy Cardi's here from the future. So actually, he's Trunks. Oh my god! So actually, he's actually Trunks from Dragon Ball Z, guys. Playboy Cardi is Trunks. What happened is, blonde Playboy Cardi is here. He replaced the old one, and now we have this sound, which is we call baby voice Cardi. And amazing, amazing. I can't amaze. It's amazing. Shout out to Playboy Cardi. I just can't get into it heavy. I mean, his fans are fucking crazy. I'm one of those crazy fans. His fans are, like, legitimately crazy. Yeah. I'm one of... I'm on the Reddit and everything. Shout out our Playboy Cardi, guys. I'm I'm one of y'all. Because I'm in love with this new sound. I still listen to Pissy Pamper. (laughs) They're trying to be crap. She want to meet Cardi. That bitch is a Barbie. I just don't don't get it. Oh, man. It's great. But literally, like, as I scroll down through my notes, so many fives on this album. Like, right. I just rated them fives. Like, no, nothing grasping was a note. Too Mac slow. 10. What'd you give Mac 10? You gave that a five? I gave it a five. I'd give it a two and a half. That is by far the worst song Trippy's put out. And I think it has to do with the fact that he well, was just most, trying to let the features do yeah, the Yeah, most of the content was Lil Baby and Lil Duke. Right. There was not a lot of Trippy on that yeah. song. And I'm not a big fan of either one of them, really. No baby has some moments. Not much here as far as lyrics go. The game, though, you would like that. I like the I like the game feature. So the features, for the most part, I mean, Playboy Cardi and the game were good to me, but the game with the auto tune on the beginning, I did not enjoy that. See, I said it worked. I really hope he doesn't think like he could put out. No, I don't think. I don't. I think he did it, saying like, "Oh, I'm okay." Just like we listened to the Blueface. EP before we did this episode, and his game is on Blueface's EP, and you said he kind of did the Blueface flow. Right. He kind of did the trippy flow. Like, oh, I'm going to throw a little auto-tune on this, and I'll pay So you think he was just trying to do that to fit the track? The game would get clowned if he came out with a auto-tune album. He knows better. I really hope he doesn't think that, because it's passable. It's a passable game verse. I won't say I'm in love with it. I said it was cool to see him work with the young generation, just like J. Cole. But he's been doing that. He worked, He's worked with a couple of young And I'm not saying before. it's not like, okay, I'm, let, me get a little bit, let, me, let me get a little money off that wave. Well, it's it is a little that, bit of that though. too. It's mostly that, I would yeah. say. I think artists, and we had a discussion with this, Drake took this tactic from Jeezy, or from Jay-Z, I mean, of standing to young next to younger artists while they're hot. Yeah. Trippy Red is very hot right now. Game is not hot right now. Game hadn't been hot for a minute. Right. It, ever since he had that beef with Meek Mill, he put out that diss track that was pretty good. But 
I mean, look at Meek Mill now and look at Gabe now. Who yeah. won at the end? You know, it's a long game. Yeah. I was waiting for a 6-9 diss from the game, though. Just like, ah, I'm, I'm wrapping right. up your label, your label partner. Let me slap you while you're down. Yeah, I thought... But he didn't. I, I, he probably would have got clown for that, too, if he would have done that. Also, Trippy has been kind of referencing... Uh, he referenced... Uh, yeah, Takashi on enemy arms. Yeah, with the color, the rainbow wrap. Yeah. So it's kind of it's like enough's enough. You know, he's gonna go to jail for a long time. It's a world we live in these days. Yeah, it's very. Odd. Um, this was just generic. I would. I, mean, I really would say that this is not a good project from Trippy Red. No, it's not. Not when you look at the consistency that he's come with prior to this. Yeah, I think the fact that you gave Snakeskin a seven is actually making me more angry than it's supposed to. To be quite honest. <laughs> I don't like snakeskin. I thought that bitch so bad with the snakeskin. I, I thought that the intensity of the production and the vocals matched. I I just didn't like any of it. And I felt like it got really messy towards the end. It still didn't get... Like, my last note was, again, nothing spectacular here. But you still gave it a 7, so that's like a good... That's a it's good song, good. though. That's a good song. If I give a song a 7, that means it's going to be in my rotation for the week, for sure. For the week? Yeah. 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 Maybe for a couple weeks. Uh, this that was the more enjoyable song from this album. Does it mean it's going in a in a playlist? No. No. Okay. What uh, what overall what are you giving this project? A five and a half. It's not even getting bumped. It doesn't get the curve. Five and a half. Like it really, it's lower because I won't go back to this. Okay. What what were your do you, do you have three or five tracks that you like? Three tracks. Be yourself and under enemy arms. I know that's cheating, but that's all I'm gonna say. Would that's you the, add the, the first the only... song on there? Would you say the first song was pretty good? Or were I mean, you, it was pretty good, but I would add, like if the only two tracks that are making it out of this be album yourself, are "Be Yourself" and "Under Enemy Arms." Arms. And I "Under Enemy Arms" did it outside of the scope of the album, so it was good enough on its own. Yeah, I agree with you. And unfortunately, I thought he was trying to do like a concept album, maybe in the beginning. Yeah. Before this came out, making it shorter and all that, but it didn't play out that way. It really just feels like Trippy doing the same thing he's done, but just a lot weaker. Yeah, and I, I, you're a Trippy Red fan. So yeah, I wouldn't that's, call myself yeah. a Trippy Red fan. I am a Trippy Red fan. I I made a Trippy Red Goat playlist, so yeah. So I would, see, say I'm a I fan. would probably like like I like the Trippy Red Essentials, and I like Trippy Red a lot, but I wouldn't yeah. say like I'm a Trippy Red fan. As a fan of Trippy Red, I would say that this is his weakest release. In that, like I said, it's he's doing everything he's doing before, but just not as enjoyable as it has been in the past. I think. Like, he took a too utilitarian of an approach to it, knowing that we, he was going to do something more pop. I think he tried to reach too much to please everybody and just kind of made a basic album. Yeah, it felt like it was... You're right. He maybe tried to do... He tried to please everybody, and it ended up kind of pleasing nobody yeah. because this album's not doing great review-wise. And, I mean, for me, it's... And when I say review, I mean reactions from fans like me who just heard this and thought... Where's the? There's a lot of things we enjoy about you. They're just not present here. There, uh, there wasn't a lot of art in this. I don't think like no. the music video for Under Enemy Arms. It's, it was. It you was did Dark My Demo again. Yeah, it was high budget, but it just wasn't a lot of art. I mean, the the most artistic thing I think he did was the the multicolored rat. Yeah. The album art. That's not, not artistic. Even that's just dissing. Yeah. Somebody. The album art is not really that grasping in comparison to the others. Right. Uh, yeah, Life's a Trip, I think, guys, is the album I would recommend people go check out. For me, this album is getting a three. 
uh, as a fan, I, I want to say that I still am looking forward to Trippy Red's next project. I'm still a big fan of him. And there's still songs on here that I enjoyed. Be Yourself, Riot. Um, I would give it. I would give him the first track and Under Enemy Arms. Oh, and the Playboy Cardi feature, but that has nothing to do with Trippy. Well, I mean, the song's only two minutes and 18 seconds, so. Yeah. So you make it through that. Yeah. Be Yourself is uh, would make the GOAT playlist for me. It's still better than the big day, so. <laughs> it is. He won. This is, this is a small miss for Trippy. It's not. Yeah. It, it's not going to be. I mean, he, he can definitely bounce back from this, and there's still people who are going to enjoy it. I wouldn't and, even say he is a he needs to bounce back. I just, it's kind of a. And, it's a lackluster album. Yeah. It's, it's a, a lackluster which again he put out this is an example of maybe like overextending yourself. Yeah. Like take some more time let people miss you a little bit. Yeah, and, and that may be I wonder if it's the label pushing for music or he's just wanting to put that much music. I out. think he's kind of like a studio rat. Like he stays in the studio and just is constantly putting out gotcha. content. Cuz you know some record labels aren't like aren't for that. Dude, I think he's like in Like they're that, fine like, if you're going to be in the studio but you're not going to be putting all that out. Right. Like Lil Uzi's. Yeah. Uh, label, yeah, because they want to keep, they want to make sure every project hits big. Yeah, I think when you, definitely... when a label lets you put out this many projects in a short amount of time, it's it's kind of like lack of care because Trippy's a great artist. You don't want to let him put out too many misses. Yeah, and it may be he. I mean, there's probably two aspects from a label that they look at. You have labels that are quality over quantity, and then labels that are quantity over quality. Yeah, and. If the quality drops below and they're saying, okay, they're not moving anymore, they're going to drop them and they're going to hop to the next artist. Yeah. And that's kind of the trend that we're seeing with the a lot SoundCloud. Of new, yes. A lot of new age artists did sign deals with people that are just trying to use them for their yeah. momentary Oh, yeah. You you want to put popularity. out 15 tracks every six months? Go for it. Yeah. Because they know, okay, if they stay hot, we're, we're going to be raking it in. We're going to look like geniuses. Right. So... Right. All right, when we come back, we're going to be talking about bumps and bruises with Ugly God. Ugly God? Ugly God? Huh? Hey, everybody. Thanks for tuning in to Hooks, Lines, and Hip Hop. We really appreciate the support. If you are listening on an Apple device, please rate and review the episode. This helps us grow. It also shows us how we can better serve you guys. Also, don't forget that we are on Twitter and Instagram at HLHPO. Hit us up with questions, comments, even criticism. Once again, that's HLHPO. Enjoy the episode. Welcome back, everybody. We are going to do What You Rockin'. And uh, let me go through my fit right now. I'm rocking the uh, Astro World exclusive sweater uh, from the tour. Uh, I'm also rocking the uh, Travis Scott ones. I actually did get a pair from StockX and uh, got some off-white jeans on. Those are real. So, oh, yeah. 100. <laughs> also, I got on the Lacoste Supreme collab t-shirt. Golf, no, no, no. No golf floor. That's broke boy shit. Ah. But I also got on a uh, Supreme uh, collab no, shirt. No, really tell them that you look like Arabic Simon Cowell. <laughs> <laughs> He's wearing a black t-shirt. I'll let you finish. But you really look like Arabic... <laughs> Simon Cowell. I'm Arabic Simon Cowell. I'm, I'm rocking the Arabic the the Arabic black baby tee. I'm rocking some khakis, and um, I got on the Hocus today because no uh, Lantas. 
Nah, no Vantas. Jake and I are going to the gym after this. So, I got on the Hoka's. All right. They're cushioning. What I'm, you got on? I'm wearing an OG Chipper Jones Braves jersey. Chipper Jones. Yeah. Gang, gang. Buzz, buzz. Uh, some, I guess, cream khakis. Is that what you call those? Yeah, some creamy shit and yeah. some Vans. Yeah, some red, white, and blue checkered Vans. Those checkered Vans are kind of hot. See, I just can't pull off Vans. But I'll let you wear them. Again, if you got them, I got them. Okay. I wear Vans too then. I did get two pairs of the SpongeBob Nike Kyrie's yesterday. Very nice. I got Squidward Tentacles and then, well, I didn't get them. Tabitha got the white Sandy Cheeks Kyrie 2's. I like those those white ones, so I can't wait to see them. Yeah. Uh, the PSG 6's did drop, guys. I know I kept saying I was going to buy them, but... You probably still can. I, you yeah, I'm actually... right now? Uh, yeah, I want to see if they're still on here. Those black toes, the women black toes coming out are really sweet. The SB Air Jordan yes, 1 Powder, powder Blues, blue. those are what I really want. PSGs are still still in stock. What if I bought them right now and just live on the podcast? The SpongeBob sold out though, huh? Yeah, all That's of them. That's great. I'm surprised the Mr. Crab ones sold out. But that That's was a very basketball looking shoe though. Yeah. They were my least favorite. I like the Kyrie 2s a lot. I did see a video uh, this morning of Bronny, mm-hmm. Bronny James, uh, doing this like sick dunk. And he was wearing a yellow shoe and a pink shoe. I could I tried to pause the video and zoom in to see if they were the, the, Kyrie. the Kyries. But, and then I looked in the comments and nobody was talking about the shoes. But I'm almost positive they were the Patrick Starr and SpongeBob ones. Okay. Which wouldn't be surprising. Maybe that's why Kyrie and LeBron that. have reportedly made up. So That's cool. I like the Squidward ones. Those would have been the ones I'd have gotten. Had we'll it. put picks up when they come in. Yeah, for sure on the on the Instagram. I kind of want to get the PSGs, man. I don't know. You think it's because soccer is not like the biggest sport? No, I, yet, I think it's, it's just, just. I think it's just the collab. I, th- I really think like some people just don't are are not feeling the colorway. I, I wanted the, I to like get the these by the way. I did want to get oh, the, the black tinkers. Yeah. Which they're they're not sold out either, but I feel like I could get those on sale. Yeah, because the red know? the red tinkers are on sale right now. Right, right. So I, the black ones will probably go on sale soon. So. These Cortezes were kind of cool. The Falcons, they didn't sell out. They did not. They're still on sale. A lot of shoes are not really moving. It looks like. Maybe I'll get the PSG sixes. I don't. You know. just gotta be. I'm battling with myself right now. Sneakers but, does a lot. Sneakers kind of puts out too much, but Nike puts out too much. You gotta know what's gonna gonna hit. Which I'm just a SpongeBob fan, so that's why I got the SpongeBob. I wouldn't have cared if they were still. I'm surprised they sold out. I didn't think they were gonna sell out. I was kind of worried because you know the Friends collab didn't Mm-mm. pan out for them. But SpongeBob, you got a wider demographic, I think. Than the shoes friends. were were better. There was more effort put into those yeah, than the Friends because the the Friends ones they were just black colorway with the Friends tag. Yeah. It wasn't anything too crazy, mm-hmm. but I, I do like the, the SpongeBob ones. Yeah, absolutely. All right, let's get into uh, Bumps and Bruises with Ugly God. Again, we gave you guys a little synopsis of who Ugly God is in earlier in the podcast, so we don't really need to go into that. Let's just jump into Jake's first impression. Boring. <laughs> Thank you guys so much for listening to this episode. Yeah. No, it... <laughs> I didn't expect a ton because the previous is uh, previously released music. Just the booty tape, had, yeah, booty tape, and the singles that really made up the booty tape kind of had some internet push behind it. It was a lot of memeing. 
Yeah. And he had a song called Bernie Sanders. He had a song about jerking off that I don't remember. Um, pretty much Ugly God's appeal was that he was kind of that internet humor who... The person that I would say took that spot now would have to be... I don't know if there's anybody now. Yeah, not really. Maybe not. Not in, I almost thought like Lil B, but... It wasn't. It was a little bit on lines of Lil B, but he could actually rap. Lil B can rap. He just chooses to sound. Yeah, I, he chooses I said to was, cha- channel the bass god, which sounds differently than most artists. That's what I said. Yeah, and I said before we when we were talking about this, I said it kind of is like this generation's Lil B. Ugly God is. Yeah. Yeah, and the whole bass god, ugly god. There yeah. definitely is inspiration there. I just, I didn't really think he was that great in the booty tape. I just think he had, like, some humor behind him and some some buzz. And, I mean, I definitely liked that one. And there's, what is it, Stop Smoking Black and Miles? Right. I, I love that song. Right. Really Stop Smoking Black and Miles, bitch, you nasty. Why are you smoking blacks and acting like you classy? Right. What other big songs were on the booty tape? Was Water so, on there? Yeah, Water was on there. And that's, that's, a, still that's a my good favorite. Track, but, so he had um, Stop Smoking Black and Miles, uh, Fuck Ugly God. And water were the two. Fuck ugly god, water, and stop smoking black and No lies has a star on iTunes, but I don't really. That's just because Wiz Khalifa's feature. Yeah. I don't know. I just I didn't really expect too much, and this is kind of what I expected, I guess. I thought I thought he did better than what I was expecting. Uh, it seems like the point of him taking so long was he did want to be possibly taken more seriously as an artist, which. This is definitely his attempt at putting out a serious hip-hop album. Bumps and Bruises is Ugly God's attempt at that. Okay. I just... The, the vocals His were... rapping is... If we look up his freshman class, I think he's he's rapping better than his freshman class. Let's see. That was the one with X. X was on it, Playboy Cardi, him... Who else? Made in Tokyo. Um... I'm trying to get these off the top of my head, guys. Was it 2016? 2017, I thought. Yeah, to, oh wait, was it 2016? No, 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 2017. Ugly God, Made in Tokyo, Playboy Cardi X, and who else? Oh, that's just their cipher. Right, right. Okay. A Boogie with the Hoodie, definitely, in my opinion... Well, no, 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 I can't say that because I don't know too much, enough about A Boogie. And A Boogie, people can say, say he can rap. P&B Rock, you know, he's not. He's more of a singer. Um, made in G. Tokyo, Cap G. He's definitely rapping better than Cap G on this album. He's definitely rapping better than uh, Made in Tokyo. Amine's on this uh, list. I would say he was the lyrical standout. Yeah, yeah. him and X. Right. So... He, I would say he's on par with his with his class then, and he is doing better than most. This album, the thing that people will like about it is his flow. I know you'd think it's boring, it's but I do this. think I, I do think it adds to uh, the the song in, in some ways. I think Jaguar is the best track on here, without a doubt. Yeah, that's the one that I rated the highest. Right. The yeah, the best on the the full album. If you're asking me, my best track it was the bonus track with Lil Pump. Right. It just the thing I the thing I had the biggest problem with is the flow was kind of samey a lot. There wasn't a lot of flow switches. It's the same flow every song, 
and his vocals just sound just raw like it, he just laid them down there's no effects or anything to his vocals which is rare and I don't think he has the voice to do that the thing the thing that stood out to me was certain songs were mixed a bit poorly it just like sounded was, low, like very it was low very low, like everything was kind of turned down at some points yeah. where I couldn't really hear his voice. Uh, it was it felt a little bit rushed, even though he had it took been so long. Yeah, it still sounded a bit rushed. Uh, the the strengths again were his flow has improved, and he is trying to talk about more serious topics. I guess I would say. He's not just, you know, talking about stop smoking black and miles, bitchy nasty. Yeah. But it's still not anything groundbreaking. No, this is like... Also, also, only takeoff... Takeoff being the only feature is just weird. Oh, there's... Oh, oh, winter time. Winter time. Yeah. Oh, and I guess a little pump, but he wasn't on... Yeah, I'm not counting the bonus yeah. version. I mean, it's... I, I, there's nothing, really, that I would go back to. Jaguar is the best song, but I'm... It's not not gonna be anything to me. I think, ha ha! I think I like that one too. If we could play that one for a second. It almost feels like he was going for like a Migos a little kind of album. There was a lot of inspiration from Atlanta. If there's Sound. if there's one thing I will say, I do like about it. It is the production as far as the instrumentals. The beats are crazy, which Ugly God does do a lot with production, but the other half, the mastering of it just was it doesn't does not match the. What were some beats that beat. stood out to you then? Because I like that one a lot. Jaguar had a good beat, um, and then the the bonus track, which I know is not really. Public. I think Batman was pretty good too. Like, Take he's always got good hey, yeah. work too. I like the. There's still elements of Ugly God. There's still elements of Ugly God on here that do show his humor. I think it's the toned down aspect of Ugly God on this project actually helped me a little bit. Cause the first the booty tape was just. I mean, first of all, the name. But it was almost too much of a troll kind of thing to where I wasn't taking it seriously. Bumps and bruises, I can take seriously. It sounds very concise. I think this is a better constructed album in regards to the flow from track to track compared to Trippy's project. Yeah. So for me, overall, this project is better than exclamation mark. And again, I think him taking a step back... While it's not anything groundbreaking, it's better than what he was putting out before. So overall, I would say this project exemplifies growth from Ugly God. Yeah, do you, uh, does he take rap seriously? That's what he I've seems heard some like he is now. About. He seems like he's taking it more seriously. Although, even though he's embracing stereotypical trap elements, especially from the Atlanta scene, like I was saying, he does seem to be trying to come up with his own sound in his own wave. And maybe now he's he's in he's maybe he's back in love with the music. I don't know. Yeah, I can't tell. I do. I do. I am excited for a new project from him, and I would recommend this over exclamation mark again. To me, this project gets 
to me, well, the best tracks on here are What's Up, Ha Ha Ha, Back to the Basics, Jaguar, and uh, History. Oh, yeah, well, Batman too. Batman over it. History. So those are my five. You're not feeling it at all? No. I just, this is, I, I said that this is kind of a poor attempt to sound like Ski Mask. That's just how I feel. I, I know he's not biting Ski Mask. That's not what I'm saying. But this this type of sound, I'd rather hear Ski Mask over Ugly God. Okay. For me, this album gets a six and a half. That's getting a four. Okay. Okay. It's just not for me. I feel you. For me, this, again, this exemplifies a lot of growth from Ugly God. It's, it's more, it's something I would listen to over the booty tape. So, keep it coming. I'm going to listen to the next project. This is like your Lil Nas X. No, 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 it's not. Because Lil Nas X doesn't make music. Lil Nas X makes me. That's fine. Those two words are synonymous now. We made an episode about it. (laughs) That's true. Uh, He, no, I I would say he has uh, buckets more talent than Lil Nas X. Pretty, there was actually a mop. In the corner of this room right now that has more talent than Lil Nas X. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Are you still listening to Seven? No. Point proven. Well, Is anybody listening to Rodeo? Point proven. Does anybody even give a fuck about Rodeo? No. The, you know you know what's going viral right now? That girl... I forgot her name. She's some rapper on Instagram making fun of Cardi's press song. Have you seen that? Mm-mm. Something, something cat. I got, I'll find it. I'll find it. And I'll tell you guys about it next episode. But no, Ugly God has, has more talent than Lil Nas X. Without a doubt. I just I don't see it to me. He can produce. Lil Nas X can't. He can make songs that I give a shit about. Lil Nas X can't. Point proven. Uh, yes, so six and a half. Definitely check it out, guys. If you're into that new trap sound, if you're looking for somebody who is a bit more lyrical... Check this out. You might like it. Who knows? You won't know until you try it out. Yeah. I mean, I'll, I'll agree to that to an extent, because the only person that I can say he sounds like is Ski Mask. So and he's I doing something different. Mask. And I love Ski Mask. So. Shout out to Ugly God and Trippy Red. Still like both of y'all. Next yeah, episode. I'll, I'll, be, I'll be excited to listen to the, both the next projects. Me too. Me too, for sure. And uh, next podcast, guys, we're going to try something a little bit unorthodox. We're going to do a... Shorter episode, just something 30 minutes probably. All right. Shooting for something around that time. Oh, yeah. Before we go, though, uh, what you spinning? All right. Let's look. We'll listen to... We'll, we'll go with what Apple's telling me I'm spinning. Because... <laughs> you, you let the algorithm yeah, dictate, I let the algorithm, bro. Yeah. I'm just a sheep, man. Algorithms rule well, your life, no, you fucking sheeple. I know that we... Like, before we started, we went back and reviewed these, so I don't want to say what... Right. At, this at the top of my... My research. Yeah, yeah, so. no. What is is there anything new that you're listening to? Like you're like actively like Ooh, not yeah. new, not new, but there's some stuff I went back to. Um, Revenge of the Dreamers, right? Three, that sparked me into going back to DiCaprio two. Mm-hmm. Fantastic album, legit. That's what Off These is on one fifty one rum. If you, I know you've heard that, right? Um, that's the one he's got Method Man and Joey Badass on. So I went back to that, and I've been listening to my 2019 playlist. Shout out two new followers on uh, Apple Music. Love y'all. Um, <laughs> uh, what I've been listening to, it's uh, I've been I've been going into more like EDM lately. Just going back and listening to Skrillex, somebody who inspired that 
Aaron and I were talking about Oliver Tree. So I think I told you guys I was listening to that on the last episode. Oliver Tree's Do You Feel Me EP, which honestly is really, really good. Something I wasn't expecting. Uh, check it out if you want something, some new like EDM, a little bit of rap, but definitely more like something you'd hear at Hollister, you know, which you could listen to and bring you back to the good old days, huh? No. Will Hollister Live? Will <laughs> Surfer Tunes? What did they? What did they play in Hollister? It was always like the like the hits. I don't remember, dude. I, I just felt like... always just smelled it before. I couldn't even think in there because of how thick the cologne is. Yeah. It was so musty. you could almost feel it going. Like you could feel it just like getting on the hairs of your nose. <laughs> yeah. uh, I've been listening to Dave Matthews Band. Okay. Because uh, shout out to one of the physical therapists I work with, Clay. He was telling me about he plays Dave Matthews all the time, so he made me check out. Long Black Veil by them. I don't know if you've heard that song. I guess it's a big one. It was really good, though. Kind of heartfelt. Really long. It's like nine minutes. Uh, other than that, though, nothing nothing really new in the hip-hop department. Uh, we also got a review, Rick Ross, Port of Miami 2, which we yes. both were I really anticipating. I listened to that once through. Okay. So. Sweet. So that'll be coming out. Check out the 30-minute Blueface Dirtbag review. Stop capping. <laughs> Mikkel told us Mikkel told us if we didn't review it then we're not real and uh we're always real as fuck for you guys anything for the good note the good note is stay tuned for the the blue face episode yeah uh you're gonna like this one yeah you're gonna like this one thank you guys so much for listening we love y'all have a good one bye bye hey everybody thanks for listening to another episode of Hooks Lines and Hip Hop we appreciate you spending your time with us don't forget to share us with your family and friends Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at HLHPO. Once again, that's HLHPO. Thanks for the support, and until next time, see